taking this down, but they're looking for the killer blow. That's it, back of the end zone. Dagger! He's looking. Jamil's coming. Jamil's coming. He's moving. He's, moving. He's got him. That, he's got him. He's got him. It was caught, but Jed has called the sack. Incomplete. He called the sack. It's two points to the hammerhead. An unbelievable sack there by Jamil. Yeah. The last game of the day, and it's caught, and it's in. It's a touchdown. I said it's a, a touchdown. The last score. play of the game. Last the clock play. is at zeros. That's it. Your Swansea Hammerheads are advancing to the Division One final, having knocked off the two seed and having knocked off the one seed. Alan Young, you look absolutely stunned. What do you mean by live? Genuine live? Yes. We're broadcasting. Hello, radio! <laughs> and now, a new episode of The Way We HNC It. Yes, welcome back to The Way We HNC It. It is a big, big week ahead of us. We've got cross-conference teams heading north to cross the border, and we've also got the return of the HNC Premiership for 2023. I'm excited, I'm sure you are too, and a man who is excited, even though his face has not yet betrayed it, is Mr. Greg Sim. How are we, Greg? <laughs> I'm very well, thank you very much. Good. How is yourself? You're looking yeah. very bright this evening, actually. So, my, yeah, I got my, my green my green hoodie on, um, in order to. Looks almost luminescent. It is kind of luminescent if you see it uh, in in person. So that's good. Yes, how's how's things? We're doing very well, it's thank been, you very it's much. It's been five days since I last um, saw you. So how I've are got you? My, I've got my feet up. The dog has <laughs> sat on my lap. So if oh. you. If you see a wolf appear into the screen, don't don't panic. My God, there's a wolf. If it's a trained wolf, it's fine. Um. Well, I'm hoping I'm hoping to hear some wolves later on. Game picks. Game yes. picks. I'm hoping to hear some yes, wolves later we, uh, on. We're going to have a few of them later on. So because it's game week one for it's the week prem. one for the prem, and we're excited. And yes, so when we get to the game picks later on, we're going to just be game picking the Premiership. We are going to preview both uh both divisions um yeah and it's only been it's only been a week since our last show so i guess we uh we don't really have any breaking news but we do have some follow-up questions from last week oh do we so well between ourselves we do and oh, between the ourselves. okay nice, obviously nice obviously questions. it was easter over the weekend um so, Greg, uh, the main question I have for you is, what is the best kind of Easter chocolate? Go. What's best kind of Easter chocolate? Top three Easter chocolate treats. Three Easter chocolate. Oh. Top three. Can I can I include that cake that you brought last week? Uh, yeah, niche, but yeah, you can. Niche. So, so chocolate and beetroot cake. Chocolate beetroot cake. Yeah. Elite. I feel like I feel like that might get a wee uh, comment as well because when I looked at it, I'm not gonna lie, I was concerned. The amount of the I amount, was a little bit concerned. The amount of mistrust from you and your and your darling partner was, <laughs> I feel, uncalled for. <laughs> it was because having now tasted it, 
It was completely uncalled for. Every, however, every conversation we've ever had about cake, I or bread or whatever, I have brought up this bakery and how great it is. And then I bring you cake, and you're immediately like, "Oh no, it's got a vegetable in it." <laughs> I didn't say. I didn't say. Oh no! I was like, "Oh, oh, oh, <laughs> oh. no, no, no!" <laughs> Beetroot. Yeah, I was like, "This is going to be interesting." Okay, not really an Easter, not really a, a classical Easter treat, but yeah, elite oh, level. Man. But I'm talking yeah. mass-produced. What what can I get anywhere? Top three. What can you get anywhere? Oh, so we're not like talking like what is what like, would be my go-to. Yeah, yeah, your go-to like traditional Easter. My go-to Easter egg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or we're talking Easter eggs. egg. Easter, no, treats. So like many eggs are in, uh, like. Oh, cream egg. Cream You've eggs got, are in. At Easter time, you have Easter, to go cream egg. A, a specific Easter chocolate. Whatever you want. Um, not for me, but um, Lindsay does love the lint chocolate. Yeah, I've, quite yeah, expensive. Yeah. Quite so inexpensive taste. Ooh, yeah, you know, but she's happy enough if I have to pay for it. So yeah, you know, fair. makes it better for her. So yeah, I, I, well, that, that that'll be my three then. Okay, I'm gonna. I'll be controversial and say that I don't even think cream egg makes my top three. I think chocolate dairy milk with caramel eggs are better than cream eggs. How, yes. However, after an off-air discussion with you about this, to be fair, I don't know if I don't know if they should. To be I fair, think... I'm not sure that one counts because, and to, for clarity for everyone, uh, the other uh, the other night my partner bit into a dairy milk with chocolate filled with caramel egg, and it was empty. <laughs> I've so, never, look, I've never should, seen such disappointment. That should immediately mark it down, like. You know, I love the guesswork that you've got to like pick them up and figure out which one has caramel in it. You know, that's a fun little game for yourself. To be fair, they're the worth three. of not getting caramel when you've like paid to have an egg with caramel in it. Like that's so scandalous. Only, the only reason that they're going to get away with it is because I think she was in Albi, maybe, and, you and they were like fun. on like the Monday, and they were left over. <laughs> right. So it was a box. It was a box of three for fifty p. So. Feel like you know you kind of get what you pay for, a little bit, you know. A <laughs> little bit, yeah. You know? I can um, see, I can see how that. But works. yeah, I've, uh, those ones. I think mini eggs, and um, like a box of mini eggs. And also, right here's one that was probably going to blow your mind, but maybe not as much as the beetroot. Did you know that you can get after eight mini eggs, right? So they're chocolate eggs filled with the east, the after eight cream stuff. Immediate, uh, I, immediately I, in at top three. Immediately, the only, I didn't the, know only this. Th- the only thing I have wrong with them, obviously, is that they're individually wrapped in foil, and that's just something it takes too long. I want to be able to pour them in. Did you know you did got different flavors of after eight? Yeah, and I hate it. So the, I only found this out recently. As a concept, I hate it. A, a, a client of ours got us a little goodie bag, and in it was. Um, instead of after eights, it was after it. It was after eights, but instead of mint, they were ginger, and there was just something that was just. I, I think it's because you're expecting that. I don't know if ginger. Heavenly good, I don't know. Taste. I don't know. I don't know if that's a good texture for ginger. It's a good it's texture just, for mint. I don't know if that's a good gingery texture, and I like ginger. That's what, my but... my head was like almost programmed to like get that minty flavor to come through, and then like I'm just like whoa, 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 what yeah. is going on here? And I mean, I did try. I made sure that I had like 
five, maybe six, just to make sure. Didn't want it just to be like one bite. That's it. <laughs> but yeah, strange, strange, strange. Okay, well that's good. I will. Uh... Yeah. So, we'll get... so what we'll... did you have there? Sorry, you had the. I went, after eight mini egg. I went the after eight mini egg. Mini in, eggs, no, in, and... in no particular order, but definitely top three: Cadbury's mini eggs, dairy milk chocolate eggs, and uh, after eight minis. So a, a lot of egg-shaped treats then. It's Easter, man. However, right here you go. If you got given a Kinder egg at Easter time, does that count? Oh, oh you can oh. see Greg's face now. <laughs> no, I'm I not feel sure it does. I think. Well, I think I, I getting given. Say... I think getting given a, a Kinder if... egg at get, get given a Kinder egg at Easter time would be the same as having a roast beef dinner at Christmas Day. Doesn't count. That's just a roast dinner. You can have that any Sunday you want. And I if know that's another like a, that's a Pandora's box that I've just opened. If it was there. a large, if it was like a super sized Kinder egg, you know, novelty yeah. sized Kinder egg, then I would agree that that might that would that, that would, would change work. things. However, if it is a singular kinder egg that you can get any time of year then i i would i would probably err on the side of of yourself and say interesting no, that some don't. and this is not flag football related and hopefully people just skip this but interesting that one type of egg chocolate egg persists and nothing else does what throughout the year yeah well you see I would say that cream eggs do tend to go they throughout kind, the year. Yeah, they kind of hang around now, don't they? But they they definitely reach their peak in that like February to April period. Kinder eggs, though. I mean, it's similar. I guess it's similar to Terry's chocolate oranges. Only seem to do the Michael Bublé and appear at Christmas time. Yeah, they are there all year and they are excellent. But you end up with fifteen of them on Christmas Day. I mean, it's not Christmas unless you have one. It's not, and it's not. It's not. It's not. Cool. Well, speaking of but, Christmas, yeah, this weekend okay. is basically Christmas for flag football fans. See? Segway. Nailed it. Professional, <laughs> professional show. <laughs> professional show. Professional segue. Um yeah. Um obviously later on in the year we've got Christmas to look forward to in the shape of the Continental Games, which we discussed last week. And the number of people that text me being like, You do know that Uganda's not in Europe, right? It's like, yes, I know that. IFAF apparently do not, right? Listen to the show. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, because of Christmas. Um, so I emailed. I emailed that. <laughs> emailed... you, you did say you were going to do some homework. I sent IFAF an email and I said, I said, hi, <laughs> we run a flag football news network. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I even used the way we HNC it at gmail.com, right? I official official account and oh, i said this is who we are this is what we want to know we want to know who's in so far when's the last day for sign up and when are you doing the draw for the groups because i hear rod stewart might be available um that would be the <laughs> finest oh. um just make sure there's plenty of alcohol we'll so tank him up perfect you you get some hats we'll sort this out ourselves and um, yeah, unlike last time when I emailed them and got a very sharp no comment out of them, uh, I've been ignored this time. 
Although, to be fair, I haven't actually opened that email account today. So in the spirit of journalistic integrity and giving them every opportunity to reply, they have not. Cool. It's not although, a, they've not even bothered the phobia off this time. Although, although Gmail is like, you sent this email three days ago. Would you like to follow up? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, I would. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's do that live on air. Reply. <laughs> Hello. Just checking in. This feels very Joe Lysett. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Oh, he does the, like, Consumer reviews, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's so basically what you're trying to tell us is that IFAF are being incredibly opaque and avoiding journalistic scrutiny. They, yeah, they're they're being about as transparent as the center of an after eight. To be honest, this is not what I expected from IFAF, and um, yeah, but no, I've sent them the nudge. I've sent them. <laughs> um, so yeah, here we go. So yeah, I don't. I'd love to bring you more, more information about IFAF. Um, so apparently, maybe they saw our April Fool and we're not psyched on it. Maybe that's what it was. Have you, have you angered them? So I did. Ta- I did tag them because I thought it would be a better April Fool if I tagged them. <laughs> have you have you broken like an unwritten law? Just hope. Well, I was kind of hoping that like I was kind of hoping that's it. They're blacklisted. I was kind of hoping that like some IFAF social media admin would just be like, "Oh, cool, share." (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, probably misuse of their logo, but banter. Oh, maybe that's why it is. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe they're like, "Oh, that's those guys that misused our logo." Well, don't put it on Facebook then. That'll be entirely it. They're not allowed to actually speak with you while the court case is ongoing. Yeah, well. <laughs> I would say they could talk to my lawyer, but I don't have one. <laughs> You're gonna be that, that email account is gonna be getting a cease and desist list. Can't get sued. Yeah. No one can hand no one can hand your lawyer sue papers if you don't have a lawyer. Smart. <laughs> I feel like that's uh Yeah. Can't, that's flawed logic. Can't litigate if, if can't litigate if you don't have litigators. Bang. <laughs> Legal advice with Bez. <laughs> this is not financial <laughs> advice. <laughs> yeah. This is not financial advice. Do not follow up. It's very oh, much not legal advice either. It's very much not legal advice. Right. Obviously, Tree's not here. Tree may join us at any point and we'll get the big question that we know you're all waiting for is has he watched Caddyshack? Um and we will put that to him. As he arrives, if he arrives, we don't know. Um, it's currently 18 minutes past 10 on Thursday night. So we'll see if he joins us or not. Um, so on I his guess anniversary because night as well. it is anniversary night and he definitely <laughs> sounded like he knew that. Um, so, <laughs> so what we'll do is we'll start off with... Uh, we'll start off with Div 1. We'll do cross-conference first because that gives him time to come and explain himself with okay. game picks. Um, if he appears. So, oh, do we want to build do we want to build some ref drama as well? Do we want to do that? You want to build ref drama? We could build some ref drama. I feel like we could. Yeah, I feel like that's Okay, so as so it stands, to, as it stands. Should we give the context behind this? I mean, yeah, most yeah, teams yeah. should know. Most teams should know. So the context behind this is if you do not have two 
level ones and one level two BAFA accredited officials by 23.59 on Friday the 14th, your games for week one are forfeit. Forfeit. And hilariously, there is a tracker and you can filter on standards met <laughs> yes or standards met no. And it seems to be updated pretty regularly, to be honest. Um, I don't know if I can uh, actually see the last time it was edited, but um, it is it is there. So as it stands, there are six teams in the nation who are, as of 22-20 on the 13th of April, are forfeiting games tomorrow. Or forfeiting games on Saturday, sorry. Because it has to be done by Friday night. It has to be done by 23.59. 23.59 tomorrow, tomorrow so night. By 25 hours. Out today. So 25 hours. 25 hours. 25 and a half hours. Yeah. You've got to do your to do your exams. By the time this comes out, it's going to be even less than that. It's going to be less than that. Exactly. Right. Cardiff Hurricanes. Need a level two. Oh, dear. Clyde Comets. Need a level one and a level two. The Dunfermline Kings need a level two. The Glasgow Hornets need two level ones. The North Ants Titans, the plate defending champions, need all three. And the Reading Devils need a level two. So this so is a, a lot of people li- need to pass exams. If you're listening to this and you're and your team is on that list, you should send some text into your group chat being like, what do I need to do to otherwise you're gonna lose one nil. You might win the game 50 nil, but you're going to lose the game 1 nil. So, just. And what is it? Oh, okay. So, if, if the other, if the team that is fully accredited, whatever points they score, they keep. They keep the points, yeah. So, and if you, you can't score. win 26 24, you're going to lose 24. You're going to lose 24 nil. Yeah. So, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. It's just don't. Just, that would be so silly. It would be so silly, Greg. Don't be a silly Billy. Don't be a silly Billy. I mean, I know that some people need to um, activate deadline mode, but um, yeah, you should have activated deadline mode by now. Um, I mean, ah. we've all we've all done it. We've all let a deadline creep up on us. Yes. Um, and went to go pull the all nighter to get the the work completed. But this feels this feels a little bit. Tight for tight, especially for some of those teams that I I would have thought would have been. If I was North Ants, I'd be a little sweaty. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's a strange one. But hey, I know know if that's a process that works and wins who plate finals, then who are we to judge? I know numerous people that are very capable officials that failed the level two test the first time round. And you have to wait for them to send you a link back to reset it, right? So, Ooh, like, so that's like a do it during working hours. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure. Don't get me wrong. I'm sure that they'll have people sitting up there until past eleven or whatever it is tomorrow night. Twenty-three fifty-seven. <laughs> but like, hanging out, hanging out links. Honestly, yeah, the courses have been out for like six weeks now. Anyway, so like, if you. 
this this was an avoidable situation is all i'm saying like <laughs> this was an avoidable situation so don't get caught out right that, that's that's a good reminder it's, it's a, a good, good reminder. reminder see public service announcement from your community your friendly neighborhood podcasters right division one cross-conference and thankfully, the way that Playways works is rubbish. So I'm going to have to have two uh, windows open so we can see both the results of last time out and uh, also what's coming up uh, this weekend. So well, if we if we head down south, the teams that are coming north, we're going to have the Warrington Revolution, 2-0, the Border City Centurions, 2-0, uh, the Steel River Stingrays one and one, the Lancashire Bombers uh, one and two, the Serpents uh, West Lancashire Serpents one and two, and the Chorley Buccaneers zero oh and two, um, and they are going to be travelling to the Killer Bees and the Raptors um, in order to uh, yeah have a a bit of a battle, a bit of a Barney, um, so. Yeah, looking forward to that one. So, how do you want to how do you want to slice this up, Greg? There's there's a lot of games. There's a lot of games. There is a lot of games. I am just bringing them up on my Got screen your, uh... just now, so I do not look quite as hopeless oh, as usual. Miserable. Um, but I'm quite happy to attack these games however you wish. Okay. What if we were to go? Oh, that is a good one. What if? Yeah, okay, right. We'll just, we'll just, uh, we'll just roll, roll down as it appears on, on League Republic. So, uh, coming north, obviously Warrington, playoff team last, playoff team, uh, Premier League team last year, uh, playoff team, uh, in the last pre-COVID season, um, and now kind of finding themselves in. Div one, but in a division that I have said before, and I'm sure many would echo that they should. They, I, I, I think they're going to lose three games because of forfeits, and I still think there's a reasonable chance that they win the division. Yeah, that's how confident I am in the Warrington Revolution. Um, and also partly it's maybe potentially misplaced faith in the HNC, but. I, I think Warrington will not lose any of their division games and will therefore that will be enough for them to win out overall <laughs> of their division and uh, it will then be up to them and whoever wins the what is it North B in Midlands division yeah which I guess some... is the Samurai at the moment they're 3-0 three, three and North Ants are also 3-0 um, so the Phantoms are 3-0 um, so yeah, that's kind of that'll be that battle to deal with with whatever the tiebreakers are and however they decide to do it. But I think in that sense, automatic promotion will probably be beyond Warrington because they'll have the three forfeits. But um, it'll just be whoever they get to play in the playoff game, I guess. I don't know how I don't know how it works with the split divisions. Um, this is bad punditry, but. It's Baffa. It could be anything. Why don't we just roll some dice in a field somewhere and be like, yeah, that was close enough. No, work it out. 
Because we'll because um, we'll roll the dice in conference, Greg, and that will make the difference. Um, yeah, I think you're right in terms of um, it'll go on record. I think. Yeah. So, I think the winner the the winner of that of the A and the Bs with the best record goes up, and then the winner of the other one maybe play off plays off. I can't, but it's it's I, close. I can't remember. I know I'm fairly certain. The extra Falcons missed out last year despite winning their division. They did. Because the record wasn't good enough. It was not. Um I blame the quarterback personally, but that's just me. No. Well, I mean, they are the the like main focal point of the team. Yeah. And the responsibility, generally speaking, lies with them. Yes. Um yes. especially so I, I especially as we know we agree with you. Especially as we know when Lewis creates a schedule, really he could have created a better one for his team and he didn't. Shocking. Shocking. I mean, I wasn't going to name names, but I was going to fully agree with you and put the blame fully on that quarterback. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. Matches. Let's go. West Lothian Chargers, Steel River Stingrays. Teams obviously know each other very well after playing last year. Um, met again at the Quake. Um, Chargers got their win last year, I think, against Stingrays was when they went on their little run. Um, but obviously Stingrays looking a little bit better this year. Um, although struggled a bit on the opening weekend, but they got they did get one win. So one and one um after a, a pretty big win over the Serpents. Um Chargers have also got those very same uh serpents and then later on play the Warrington Revolution. So, being a HNC podcast, I think the Chargers can go two and one here. I am actually quite intrigued by this game. Um, I've not really had a huge yeah yeah Stingrays against Chargers. I'm not going to go for their full game day just yet. Um, but yeah, I've not seen a huge amount of Stingrays. Um, so the fact the Chargers beat them at Quake is um, a nice little bit of knowledge because I think they would have done that without Fraser there as well, wouldn't they? Fraser played for someone else at Quake. Yeah, Fraser was with Glasgow. I th- I don't actually. I think they beat them at Quake. They beat them in the league. So okay. Um, well, I was meaning more just in terms of for yeah, the lack the of personnel post uh, Hudson era for the uh, for the Chargers um, and having watched a couple of their games last time they are still very capable on the offense so I fully expect them to score a few points this week um, yeah, so yeah I think I, I think I'll take them to win this one and I think it'll be a very entertaining game because Div 1's always excited Div 1's always excited I think so um, while that's going on, also in Renfrew, the Raptors will be taking on Warrington in what is what is a big game. Obviously, uh, the Raptors were down a significant number of players um, last last time out. They were. Uh, I had a chat with PJ earlier on. They were uh, kind of disappointed with how those results went. You know, they were missing a few key players, but they still felt that they un- underperformed. Um, which is good. Um, so looking to, to kind of right some wrongs, I think, um, and and get a push a push back to the top end of the 
division where we kind of thought they would be. You know, preseason, we thought that the Raptors would be definitely in the mix for, for coming back up again. And uh, I guess they don't need one bad game day to ruin their whole season. But um, yeah, starting off against a strong Warrington team could be could be rather exciting. I mean, it's Tree's fault, is it not? Did Tree not say that he felt they were going to go completely unbeaten last he week? He did. Yeah, he did. He didn't. I don't think so, he said that last week because he clicked what was about to happen. But he has said that numerous times. Yeah, so, I'm. I'm. I'm fairly certain he said it on air. So I'm like, pretty sure he's cursed the Raptors. P, PJ can sort of rest and be like, you know what? It maybe wasn't them. It was a hundred percent Tree's fault. Yeah, so. it was Drew Anderson's fault. Yeah, exactly. And he's not Absolutely. here to defend. He's not here to defend himself. So take that. Um, Absolutely. Um, yeah. So I'm interested to know what you think about this game then, because you've just stated that you think. Warrington um, should win the majority of their games this year. You've obviously got quite a high opinion of that. I think Warrington... No, They're going I, up against the Raptors. Who, what I said who was, I think Warrington, Warrington will not lose a game in their division. You did say that, but that means that they're obviously going to be one of so, the strongest teams in the North. Yeah, I don't... But, like, I don't. I honestly don't think they'll lose... And they're lucky that they're losing, like the games that they're going to lose through forfeits are cross conference, like they're not losing division games. So I, I, I think in their, in their division, they'll go, what is it? Five, they'll go, that'll get them eight wins. Or is, are they six? I'm not sure. I can't, uh, I, I'm not entirely sure how to work one, the site properly. Oh, we six. Okay. So I think, I think they'll get, I think they'll get 10 wins out of that out of that division and then they'll have to come in and deal with the yeah this is the this is the game though like this is the game how they how they handle the raptors is a good one i think i this that's a 50 50 game for me i would expect the raptors being at home to take that win though i really would Uh, well because they had a discussion are they expecting a full compliment back pretty much but I would it's more it's more just when it's two teams that are that are close and it's a 50-50 in a cross conference game. You you've said I pick home. I pick the home team. I think you've gotta you have to pick the home team because they're more likely to have all their players. It's nice to know your uh, thought process there, Bez. It'll be I'm working. Yeah, you're working. It'll be interesting to see how that plays out for you. People want to show my work and like that, yeah, that game Old could be strategy, Carden. I yeah, I'll take the Raptors at home there. Um, the Raptors have also got the Serpents and the Stingrays. I think will beat both of those teams. So I think I think the Raptors at best the Raptors are three and zero. At worst they're two and one in my opinion. Yeah, I mean the Serpents having a quick look, they they could be quite a fun team. Three games, ninety points, thirty points a game. The bad side for them is one hundred sixteen, so it's almost forty points a game conceded. So, um. Certainly for the Raptors, that should look like one that they, they're going to look at that and be like, we can score points. Um, and I guess the thing that we've always knocked them for is the defensive side of it. So um, that could be a proper shootout. And I would I would back them to have enough quality to win the shootout, but that could be fun. That could be a really fun game if it goes along with 
what I'm seeing in the in the stars, Bez. Maybe, maybe. I disagree. I think the Raptors will stomp that, but <laughs> I'm here to be proven wrong. In the absence of Clark Anderson, I'm going to be that guy. I think the Raptors will absolutely stomp. Go for it. Have a uh, pinch, Bez. That's opinions. what makes this interesting. Silver Cats have are up next. They, uh, they'll be over at Ravenscraig. So they've got the Border City Centurions, or at least it says Ravenscraig on Playways, where the game actually is. God knows. Um, <laughs> Silver Cats uh, have got the Border City Cent- Centurions first up, and then later on play Chorley and the Lancashire Bombers. Um, all teams that are new to the Silvercats, um, as with many teams uh, that are playing at uh, Ravenscraig or at the Glasgow home game. Anyway, this will be new new opponents for pretty much everyone with the way the divisions were realigned this year and obviously Border City being brand new to the uh, to the season, to the year. They start, they've started off uh, fairly well, 2-2, two and 54-19 two, for plus 35. 2-0, sorry. Um, for their hundred percent record early on, surprised surprised me a little bit. But um, players in that team have been around the league for a while, around flag football for a long time. So you know, you never know what you're going to get with a team starting from scratch. But like a decent, a, de- a decent scratch to start from, I would probably say. Um, it's that's probably one of the better starts a new team's had. Be interesting to see if you were to get the. Uh, franchise expansions and put them all yeah. in a row together. See the um, records after the first two games. I think games. Border City will be, will be tricky. Um, but I know it's kind of a homer pick, but Silvercats kind of managed to win pretty ugly in <laughs> week one. Um, and, you know, at the end of the day, you know, come September when you're counting the wins up, you don't remember which ones are pretty and which ones are ugly. So, yeah. yeah. If, no, if the... Nothing extra for style points. I think uh, Tree had quite an honest opinion about yeah. what he thought of the, the Silvers last week. So um, I'm not going to go into it anymore. But if they're able to kind of keep their perceived issues in check then and and keep the offense moving along nicely, then yeah, they should be yeah. okay, I'd imagine. It's very, it's a very HNC Homer picks. But I, yeah, I think Aberdeen short with. You know, they've got to play Chorley and they've got to play Lancashire. Um, given the output so far from those teams this season, this is a hard one because, like, not only the new teams for pretty much everyone in Division 1, new teams for us as well. Um, never seen any of them play. So, go with what I know. HNC Loyal, Aberdeen, 3-0, 2-1 at worst, I would think. Um, yeah. From going that, by, as you say, going by the output, I think Chorley managed seven points in two games. So... A very rough start to to life in the league for them. I wouldn't imagine it's going to get much easier. Um, no. considering if they got, uh, obviously they've got Edinburgh as well. That could be quite a fun one. Yeah. So Edinburgh. Good to see Edinburgh get themselves up on the board. Edinburgh coming up next. Edinburgh Gunslingers, Charlie Buccaneers, and the Colts. A weird, a weird game. I think for Edinburgh. Um, I was chatting to, uh, yeah, chatted to Dave earlier on um and unfortunately as we spoke about last time uh with his injured hand he's gonna have to have surgery to reattach um reattach reattach his hand. one of the ligaments in his in his 
been his thumb. So he's, yeah, probably gone for a while, um, which means that he's going to be there on the sideline. So high five his other hand on the way and wish him a healthy, reco- a quick recovery. Um, but yeah, they're, they don't have a backup. So whoever ends up throwing the ball around is going to be doing it for the first time in the game, taking snaps for the first time. Um, Who else? Ooh. So I think of any ex- the other experienced players that they I had. don't even know who you would. I really don't know. Gordon, maybe. <laughs> like, um, is it Greg? Yeah, Gordon or Greg potentially. Um, be looking at one of them probably. Depends on who's kind of around, who's available. But, um, yeah, that's something that they're going to have to work out. So then, we're gunslingers. We're are you know our own three had a decent. Uh, you know, we're only minus twenty-seven across those three games, so not horrendous. A decent crack on their on their first game day, but this is going to be a struggle for them, I think. Um, so so probably... that game against Chorley could be could be uh, one for the purists. But <laughs> yeah, it could, yeah. Could, could be. It could be very um, intriguing to see how that one shakes yeah. out. It, that thing is that like that kind of game comes down to you know like Chorley, bless them. You're right. Played, played two games and scored seven points. Like, ouch, you know. And you know the gunslingers played played three games and scored sixty five. So there is obviously a you know okay, there's an extra game there, but there's a decent gulf there. But this is going to come down to pick sixes. Basically, this is the real potential. This comes down to like scoring off the other team's offense. Um, and so we'll, we'll wait and see how that one how that one goes. But Edinburgh, yeah, they've got Chorley, they've got Lancashire. Um, I think it's got two games. I think yeah, Chorley and Lancashire. So, I'll be honest with you, Bez, for a team that lost both their games and only scored seven points, they conceded fifty six. So that's an average of twenty eight off the top mm-hmm. of my head. Quick maths. Quick maths. That's the Greg again. You know. 28, for a team that looks as if it's had its offensive woes, means that they're obviously reasonably capable in defense. Yeah, yeah, they're obviously, you know, yeah, it's like, you know, two touchdowns so, a half. Two touchdowns a half. One touchdown every 10 minutes is not like the worst, the worst exactly. average in the world. But for a, for a team that's just starting as well, look, I'm trying, I'm coming up with positives here. Coming up with positives. Obviously, I think you're, Big, your main point here about this being a game for the purists is probably the right one. <laughs> I think that's honestly all we're like. So it's at Ravens Craig, but I don't know if it's on the indoor right pitches. If it's on the outdoor pitches, I can guarantee that for the hour that this game is on, it will rain. It will <laughs> rain, and that'll be it. It'll be and it'll be seven nil or something like that. Um, oh, or it'll be like forty two, forty one. I mean, that would be incredible. So. So that's kind of that. Uh, over in Renfrew, um, we've got the West Lothian Chargers, who we kind of spoke about already. They've got the Steel River Stingrays. They're going to have the Border City Centurions. Um, and Warrington, um, I've got them going 2-1 and one overall. Um, and then we're going to get to see the Killer Bees, the home team. Um, Killer Bees... Should be back, I think. They should be a pretty full complement for their home game, um, which would be 
looking forward to uh yeah for them so they started pretty well last week they're two and one so not far off the pace sitting behind Aberdeen and Aberdeen and Murray uh which is all good um yeah the only thing I know is that I think Kiko went back home for the holidays so he won't be back but other than that um I just I think they'll be just fine I expect players like like Ainsley, Ainsley and and Jamie and Willie to to step up with Youngie and and do just fine fine there um so they're going to take on the Lancashire Bombers and the Border City Centurions um yeah I think they're going to have enough quality there as well um you know they their their loss I admit you know their loss was not unconvincing to to Murray but um I think it was Murray that they lost to um 26-13 so yeah two scores but I think they're going to have enough quality. Again, this is such a homer show, but I think they're going to be <laughs> they're going to be just fine um, in that game. I, I mean, with, with the way the HNC performed in their cross conference last year in Div One, I think you can, I think you can be somewhat justified in being a little bit homerish. Yeah, and it's like we always say on the show: until proven otherwise, we're it back. Is the best division. It's the best division until proven otherwise. So, and the best teams are the best teams until proven otherwise. Easy. Um, more on that one later. Later so, on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, stay tuned, Premier League fans. Um, yeah, Murray, rampant in week one. Um, Steel River Stingrays and Warrington Revolution. Big test. Big test for Murray, I think. Um, they've come. Big game day for Warrington, isn't it? It's a big, it's a huge game day for Warrington. Like Chargers, Murray, and the Raptors. It's a big, and will probably weirdly impact more of the. They will impact the HNC more than they will impact their own division. Their own division because they're the not going to play the other four. Are there four? I thought it was just three. Are they just missing three? So they must play. They play three, and they're missing three. There's only there's six teams in. Nah, there's seven. Seven. There's seven in HNC Div One, so they must play another one, at an extra game day. Um. Uh, yeah, it's possible. So okay. Oh, what do you mean, oh wait, 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 wait. Never mind me. What do you Never mean, mind how? Me. Carry on. How? What do you mean how? What do you mean how? I don't know what I mean how. Fuck. Um, cool. Right. So, yeah, big big game day for Warrington. I think, yeah, Mar- that, that, this is Murray's big game. This is going to be their their big test. They've, you know, they're coming in. They've made no no bones about the fact that they want to be in that promotion fight come the end of the season. Um, and if you want to be in that battle, you're going to get a good, you know, you're going to get a good test here against a team that just came down from the NEC Premiership. Um. So yeah, Murray and Warrington, Murray and Steel River. I would expect Murray to beat Stingrays again, kind of going down that Raptors Warrington game. Um it could go the same way. And not a dissimilar distance of travel for them both, probably. Um I actually don't know where how far south is Warrington. It's one of the more northern of the south ones, right? So um I guess we'll just have to kind of see how see how that one goes. 
Um, so yeah, so they're going to miss one cross conference game. So Warren, yeah, so Warrington will play four teams. They're going to miss out on three. Um, yeah, but they're getting they're getting a couple of good good bites at the apple here. Um, which is, hang on, is it too early to say that if Warrington go three and zero, they'll they win the division, they clinch, not officially, but they win. <laughs> The two uh, okay. for that. Right, sorry. So on that third cross conference day, Warrington Revolution play against Steel River Stingrays, Chorley Buccaneers, and the Glasgow Killer Bees. So yeah. that's how it's So they so they don't play Aberdeen, Edinburgh, Edinburgh or Grange Yeah. Yeah. So they're all going to get their one win from there. Yeah. Which could be huge. Um, okay. Although if it does come down to it, the points difference for those, they only get the one point, so it's it, it could also work against. Ah, uh, well, them. when when it comes to points difference per game, though, they don't. It's points points difference per game, not including forfeits. Any forfeits? Oh, okay, right, okay. So they kind of take that out, but it counts to your record, so it's like record and then yeah, then that. So, um, Roger that. I think I think the like third or fourth one is points difference per game, including, but it is you've really got to go. Um, yeah, so that's that's the game that Murray are going to have on their on their calendar. I think this is their their big cross conference test. Comes early in the season, but they were flying um, last time out, so we'll, it'll be good a good test for for them um, after kind of growing up a bit in the in the off season. And uh, you know, last year it was all new the cross conference stuff, but this year they they put their put their flag in the ground to where they want to get to. Um, the tails are up, they're flying. Grangemouth Colts have got Border City and Chorley. So Grangemouth Colts obviously uh didn't manage to pull in pull in the win last time out. Um so they're gonna play Chorley, also winless team. So we're gonna get to see. Well, I guess I know there's always the oh, it could be a tie. Someone's gonna win. Um which is always which is always good, um, and, and so Bez, yeah, having a quick look at that table. Edinburgh play Chorley, and Chorley played Grangemouth. All three winless teams, so we should come out of this weekend with only one winless team remaining. Yeah. Oh no, yeah. it could be two unless if Chorley go and win them both. Chorley, could, yeah, Chorley could, Chorley could win them both. <laughs> you know, so. Uh, and you know, well, Char- you know, Charlie got three games as well, so they could, you know, they could. There's still a chance for everyone to have a win. That's um, very true, actually. Yeah. So, yeah, Grangemouth, Border City. Yeah, I mean, on on recent form, you're going to take probably have to take Border City there. Um, but that game against uh the the Buccaneers, I think, will be there for the taking. Two teams that have kind of maybe struggled a wee bit. Um. And as yeah, as we said before, home team home team wins the fifty fifty tie. Um, so I'll probably take the Colts there. I think they'll go. I think that gets them their first win. Um, and then yeah, we're from then on. You know, the next I think the yeah we're cruising from then on. Um, and it'll be all looking ahead to the the next cross conference game at the end of May. I think it is for them. Twenty. I think it's the last weekend of May is the next Div One cross conference because they're going to go. Back in conference for week three and then back out again. Twenty seventh. Twenty seventh of May. Yeah. 
So it's moving. It's moving. So yeah, I think that gives us a rough guide to the HNC. Yeah, that's it was quick. That's it was very much all over. Um I think it's yeah, all it's, over. <laughs> it was no, it was very much all over. I was trying to keep up. And even with things in front of me, I was struggling a little bit, hmm. but everyone who's involved will know exactly what's going on, so they'll know yeah. better than I do. Yeah. So those but yeah, games... does, there is some cracking cracking games in that lineup. So Games of the week? Go. What do you reckon? You can have you can have one, I'll and I'll have one. We'll have our game. You can go first. Uh, I am going to go with the Distillers against the Revolution. Distillers Revs, top of the table, two, think, the two top of the table teams. Yeah, I think that one's that one's just got. Um, in fact, well, yeah, I'm, I'm umming a name between that and the Raptors one because I think the Raptors one is massive in terms of if the Raptors don't win that one, then. And Maury win their one against the Revolution, then all of a sudden, you know, Maury have got a decent bit of daylight there. Yeah. Um, and what have you. So I think And we know that we know that um so the killer bees who are in that playoff hunt are not gonna are gonna play are not gonna play Warrington until later in the season, but we know that Aberdeen are gonna get that win. So that starts to Yeah, open the gap a little bit. Um because you know Aberdeen, the Silvers have they've lucked out by getting the automatic win, and uh, you know you don't choose you don't choose your your opponents to forfeit, but that's going to be the reality for Warrington. So you're right; it's a game. It's one of those games where if you're a playoff contender in the HNC, you need you need yeah. that Warrington. You need that war. I mean, you have to back it up with other teams, but you need. You oh, need they that can certainly win. do you a favor. You know, they, um, they can really do you a favor here. So then. But in terms of game of the week, seeing how explosive Maury were on offense and looking at Warrington conceded 19 points over two games, that could be a really intriguing sort of battle um, and a lot of fun. Um, so I'll stick with it because it was my gut instinct. But it is for me, it was very close between that and the Renfrewshire Raptors one. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um. Like the the easy option for me would be to pick like the one that you didn't, but I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try and steer away from that because I think that the uh, kind of the mid the mid table kind of battles are uh, are pretty interesting. So I'm gonna bring you. I'm gonna bring you this one right. Border City Centurions are two and two. Yep. But they only scored fifty four points over those two games. Okay. Glasgow are two and one. And they scored sixty six points over those two games, right? So there's a twelve point difference with a, with an extra Three game. games, or with oh yes, yeah, so with an extra game, there's a twelve point difference. Killer bees allowed sixty three, but Border City, the new kids on the block, only allowed nineteen. Now, arguments galore about the caliber of the opponents and who you play and all that kind of stuff. But I think this is big. I think this is a big game because. Like we say, we know the Killer Bees are going to have to play Warrington later on in the year. And on after the first whip round of the NEC Div 1A, whatever we're calling it, um, <laughs> then, sorry, just putting my eyes back in my head after they rolled out. Um, I, think this is, I think that's a big game. I think playing Border City and it's, it's kind of a big game. And 
to be honest with you. Scoring, but my my concern with Border City is that they've not, it sounds really stupid to say, but they've not scored enough. They won two games, and I get at the end of the day, if your points difference after two games is two and you've got two wins, who the hell cares, right? But, because I was almost going to make this game of the week with the Silvers, and I chose because they're both undefeated, and I chose not to just because the Silvers have put up almost double their points over one extra game, but they've also conceded loads more. So it's it's tricky. But I think Border City and Glasgow and Border City Aberdeen has potential, but I'm going to take Border City and Glasgow. Um I think they're they're good. Which now means it'll be a blowout. But I think that's that's a good a good close. I think I think your comment about going potentially more mid table ish. You look at these early games and with obviously the thirteen teams in this division, when you kind of mix them as a cross conference. Excuse yeah. me a second. <clears throat> um it's really interesting these early matchups, getting that win over someone who's going to be in the hunt for that playoff spot as well because these early games could be crucial. You know, Especially cross-conference because you only get one go at it and the tiebreaker is head-to-head. Yeah, absolutely. So like the, these are massive games. So that it adds that extra layer of complexity but intrigue as well. So like... I yeah. love cross conference. Cross conference games are cross-conference massive, weekends. and yeah, if we're saying that Border City are going to be putting their hands up, saying, you know, I'm already saying that Warrington are going to run, run away with the division. Fine, like park that. That means if you want to be, if you want to be in with a pretty decent crack at the playoffs, you're going to have to be coming second, second or third in that. You know, probably second, given that you're going to play less games. So, but they, but they know that like whatever record Warrington are on right now says two and zero, but. Really, it's two and three. It's two and three, right? So they, right. So they can and it be will like, say right. that after week three or four, whatever it is. But so they can be looking at each game, being like, you know what, you avoid defeat here. You've only got another, well, what is it? It's going to be fifteen games for them total. End of season. Uh, so they'll 30. play. They're a division of. What are they a division of? Six. So they'll play ten internal. They'll play seventeen. Seven, seventeen. Okay. Yeah. So you know. Whatever games Warrington lose in this cross conference, if they lose any, you know that's additional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, all of a sudden it's brilliant. That marker for the wins needed to to like. Yeah, Warrington, them. Warrington go, Warrington go two and one, and they're they're but they're actually four and four. You know. Yeah. So <laughs> it's big, but yeah, I think I think Border City and and the Killer Bees are in there with uh with what could be a, like a a good amount of fun. Um. So yeah, I'll give I'll give you that one. Get, yeah, the two Warrington ones and the two Border City ones, I think, are going to be are going to be exciting. Um, and I guess a shout out to the the Gunslingers, Chorley and Grangemouth, and their little trifecta um, at the bottom for for getting the first wins on the board. So just great um, games everywhere. Yeah, lots of games up and down the uh, up and down the list. So okay, Premier League. I was I was hoping that Tree would have joined us here. Um, however, as as Tree is a bit of a liability, he's not lone wolfed. So I don't have to. We don't have to get him to howl. Um, and him howling this week. And Tree is and Tree is an interesting case because this is the second week in a row where he has matched someone game by game. And that person this week is Clark Sim, twenty twenty three. 
unless unless you're going to call an audible, which I'm excited but, to hear. There, there is, there is potential. Yeah, this is going to be based on what I tell you, isn't it? So, oh, this is this is going to be based purely on the feels, like literally, as it's coming out of my okay. mouth, it's either going to feel right or it's going to feel wrong, and it might well change on that basis. Go okay, cool. So, game one of the day, game one, week one, the kickoff the season. Grangemouth Broncos, the home team against the Clyde Comets. Um. Grangemouth Broncos are going to be fully in the mix this year, is my opinion. The Clyde Comets um, are going to be in that battle at the other end. They just came up, um, and I think that they're, you know, they're a team capable of surprising people. But I think they may end up kind of in that uh, the bottom three rather than the top three. So I'm going to go Broncos. Tom has gone the Broncos. Three has gone the Broncos. Greg has gone there. The Broncos. There we go. The Broncos. Um. It's unfortunate that Tree is not here again for this game because it was going to be the first ever game where we're going to have a pundit battle. And I was going to make Tree say it. I was going to make him say it. So the Aberdeen Cats and the Dunfermline Kings will also be the first the first game of the season um, at 2 o'clock in Sterling. Um, yeah, Kings are obviously, we know from <laughs> Tree's, Tree's discussions last week um, and kind of general aura that uh, yeah, they're down down a couple of players. Um, we've obviously seen the loss of Brandon. Um, so Tree picked the Oil Cats to win, which I think is hedging. Um, but Tree picked <laughs> Tree picked the Oil Cats to win. Uh, Tom easy. did, I did, and also you did. Unless you're going to call an audible on this particular game, uh, not in this one. Um, nope. I feel that the Oil Cats should have enough. Fantastic. I still even though the Kings are down apparently to, to six bodies, they're still ah, they've got us before. Fight. They've got us before. I, I don't they're not the gonna Kings. be they're they're not gonna be as, as bad as Tree was making out. No, no. Like, no, that's, no. They're never that's gonna be just that. you know. Um, cool. Okay. They are uh, a good they are a good team. Offensively, they're well drilled. Um if Tree's under center, which I imagine he probably will be. Um, you know, he's a very smart quarterback. He is able to take teams down the field. Um, he's very good at reading defenses. So, yeah, it it doesn't matter what who they're going to be playing. I fully expect them to still be putting points on the board. It's going to be up to. It's just going to come down to whether it's enough to outscore yeah. the other team. Yeah. So I'm going to leave the obvious game of the week until the end. Okay. The obvious game of the week is obviously uh, Glasgow and Grangemouth, um, which is the third game on the docket. Uh, but we're going to leave that one to the end because that's the, got the most intrigue, I think. Um, Edinburgh Outlaws, Clyde Comets. Uh, Edinburgh Outlaws. This, that's going to be a really interesting one. I think this is going to be an interesting one. Told me. So um, I did have a chat with us, my, my source in the uh, in the and Outlaws team, um, who we mentioned earlier, it's David. Um, and I, we were chatting away about his thumb and stuff, and I kind of asked him, like, what's the... Is Matt... Is Matt's gone? Did he really leave without saying goodbye? Um, and he didn't. Matt's is going to be there. He, of course he didn't. Of course he didn't. He's far too handsome and nice he's to leave to, without... He's going to have to say goodbye. He's going to have to say goodbye. Um, so, yeah, but it's unlikely that he'll be playing at quarterback. Um, I wouldn't expect to see... Um, 
see Liam back under center for the for the Outlaws as he has been for many many years. So Edinburgh Outlaws Clyde Comets. I haven't spoken to anyone at Clyde since the end of last season, so I can't uh, can't comment on what they're uh, on what they're up to really. I was I was um, going to try and use playways to um, see what players had registered to give us a bit of an in- indication, but. Um, yeah, I'm unable to use Playways. Uh, well, so it's not working. For me, it worked for me last week, and I would have told you, but this week it's just telling me that it, I, uh, everyone is anonymous. So, it, You you sent me the link to the, the Division 1, and I'm unable to navigate. Away oh, you can't it. work your way out? Oh, well, don't worry about it. I'm I'm locked I'm locked in the Division 1 cage. Okay, don't worry <laughs> about it. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I was going to Yeah, I, I was gonna do exactly the same thing, but um, they're not. It's showing me everyone's anonymous, so I can't even help you out there. Um. So so yeah, I think across the board there, and uh, I promise you this bit, this section will get a bit more interesting. But um, I think we've all picked out was Greg. I have, yeah, yeah. However, this could be a really intriguing game. I, I, this this I'd, is definitely. I'd pick, I'd pick a this tactical outlaws. lone wolf. Like, if you wanted to get ahead in the game, this is a tactical lone wolf that you could take on. There's potential for it, and I'll be honest with you that when I initially made this pick, I thought Matt's was going to be under center. You know, and I genuinely believe that Matt's does allow the center team to go to another level. That's no disrespect to Liam because he is a capable quarterback. I just think of Matt's as a very, very good player. Um, I'll which, by the way. It's going to be very interesting at the weekend. So I can see them doing a lot of two QB stuff, um, which could be a lot of fun to watch. Um, since we won't have to play against it this week. <laughs> um, but if you have a full strength Clyde team to start the season, the sort which of Clyde they do team they do fairly know, often. Like they normally bring their, you get all their players week one. Um. That could make for this That's to right. be. He's going to do it. He's going to do it. It's going to call an audible. He's going to do it. He's going to do it. It would mean that this game is a lot, a lot tougher and a lot closer than simply the four of us being. Oh, it's outlaws. Go on then. Go on then. I'm picking the outlaws. Oh, <laughs> I even I even opened up the edit on the graphic. <laughs> the yeah, I was I, so ready. It's the outlaws. I I think if, but I, I I wouldn't be surprised. It would not shock me to see the comments come out of that with a win. However, yeah, I would. I mean, expect... tactically, tactically on the game, we're all nine and one. I'm not. I'm not worried about the game. You should be worried about the game, Greg, because I know you are. A I'm worried about the game, not the game. I know you're competitive, and I know you want to win this. So <laughs> it's not like the winter league game picks. I'm not required to go into a Google form so, to do no, it. No, no, you're not. Exactly. Play. I'll keep score for you. Your poor form um, at winter league has been noted. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm. I'm going to take the outlaws. Okay. <laughs> think they're, they're going to come out all guns blazing on their return on both teams return okay kings 
Hornets. Now, I'm not sure if these teams have played each other before. So I'm really, really looking forward to this matchup. There's absolutely no form guide for this one. There's so no, who knows what could happen? There's no form guide for this one. But I did actually I did actually check. And given that this is not uh, a 12-minute half group stage of a tournament match, um, I'm going to take I've taken the Hornets. That's a very brave thing to do. I think it's a brave thing to put out there in the universe. However, I am feeling particularly outrageous this evening. Um so and, well the thing is you've now brought up the game i can't let you get too far you know i've got to keep you close so i might just have to go with the hornets i think i think just that's purely probably... in the basis for the game just to kind of keep you close. yeah oh yeah 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 it's the game that you're now worried about yeah, yeah, what, yeah, yeah whatever <laughs> yeah that's fine tree is tree tree has picked himself to go on on two so far um so confidence he's a hornets guy um, well, he's not a Hornets guy, but you know what I mean. <laughs> I mean, that could, be insider tra- that could be insider trading. It could be insider trading. We're looking for serious Jewish. match fixing here. Um, yeah. So then it comes on to the Kings and the Outlaws. Kings and the Outlaws. I'm going to make you go first here. You're going to make me go first? Yeah, that's go that's first so one. kind of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Earlier on, you picked the Outlaws, just so you know. <laughs> oh, did I? Yeah. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> Well, you know what? I might pick them to go unbeaten on their return. Yeah, back to the Premiership. Yeah, yeah. I think with Tree being so confident about his team as to pick against them three they times, be, I believe. They were, yeah, yeah, three times. Yeah, Tree has also Tree's also picked the Outlaws. Tom, however, has picked the Kings. Thing is, again, depend depend on who turns up for them. Yes, Brandon's a massive loss, but if you were to turn up with you know, Chan, the Nichols, Alley, Tree, and Guthrie. They've got a reasonable chance there. And the Dock Lobster. The downhill runner. The downhill runner. Uh, he's been in where's he been? He's a beat Ross has been I, on I an island. I thought he was on holiday. He's been on an island, so he's definitely gonna be looking like a lobster. But uh <laughs> like <laughs> we'll see how he gets on. Um <laughs> Yeah, I've also I've also taken the outlaws. Um, so Tom is the Tom is the lone wolf, and I did ask him to send in a little wolf noise, but he didn't do it. So I found a really crap one, which is here is Tom lone wolfing. <coughs> See, fabulous. Told you it was shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. And then last game before game of the week. Uh, Aberdeen Oilcats versus the Grangemouth Broncos. Who's going first? Uh, well, in the spirit of the game and only the game, you may go first. Okay. Um, I am going to go with the Grangemouth Broncos. Form guide? Form guide. Uh, <laughs> I think they beat us three times in league duty last year. They did. They did. A complete, um, an extended to- season sweep. Long and as you room. mentioned earlier, you know, until otherwise proven, you know, they're clearly the better team. So, yeah, I think I think Grangemouth have uh, have done a lot of off season work this year, and uh, kind of yeah, they've really. Uh, it's not quite this is our year, but um, yeah, they they certainly certainly look like a force to be reckoned with. So I mean, you you can look at their team now and. Genuinely on offense, 
they're starting to get a frightening amount of talent. Yeah. The, you know, the only have... thing I've been led to believe so far is that they'll be down. They'll be down a Kev Woods, but they're going to fill yeah, that so, in with a Fraser. So on that Brandon, on that offense, you could still have Matty Ross center or Callum Woods center. Oh uh, no! Please help me pick. And then Brandon, you would then be able to also have you know Fraser. You've got uh, Ali. Ali Monday's back as well. You know. As an offense, pick your poison. Yeah. The defense, okay, we better make sure to keep an eye on, you know, Callum Woods. Oh no. Matty Ross has turned up and he is very quick. Yeah. Never mind. Here they go. They sub someone in. It's Dante Fornicero. Yeah. Oh, and there's Liam Fleming. And who's that chasing my quarterback? <laughs> oh, it's Sarah Wakeland, the sack queen. Yeah, Great. Exactly. Um, so <laughs> yeah, I like think they'll that, be you know, we used to kind of look at the Broncos and be like if they picked up an injury they could be they could be in a bit of bother here but they've now got some depth, depth. they've depth. got some depth and, and quality with that depth as well so that yeah. is going to be in a really fun team to watch this year to see how they gel together yeah yeah I think so I think that'd be good so that brings us on to so yeah we've got a, quick, a clean sweep across the board there of Grangemouth um to win that so game of the week obviously defending champions versus the second place team from last year Grangemouth Broncos versus the Glasgow Hornets so Grangemouth get a run out against Clyde earlier on this is the Glasgow Hornets first game of the season so they're going to have reft and then this game so what Hornets is going to be don't know down a couple of guys. Obviously, Cammy's going to be touch and go with his ankle. He's injured that twice now in the last six months or something. So he's a blow for their offense, just pure speed wise. Um, bringing back Carrance though. Bringing back Carrance is going to be back in. Um, so I'm not sure if those should be back from holiday. Not sure. Yep. Not sure if they're going to be missing. Uh, how many others they're going to have or be missing, but. I think I've got a this feeling is one that of those... Maka, Maka might be missing for this one, though. No. There was a rumour. The number one player in Scotland. There was a rumour that he's not he get a might trophy. be away at a wedding. Oh, he's weddings, man. Honestly. Now, so... come on. Like, Besley, Besley loves love, but Besley also loves football. <laughs> 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 like, you know? Um... Uh... Yeah, was was it him? Yeah, no, it was definitely him that I'd heard might yeah, not okay. make it. Okay, cool. Um, well, so that that could have a, a reasonable impact. Could do, and the the oh, like, it's always going to have an impact. He's always going to have an impact when you're, when you're down to David McAnally. Like, let's not be let's not be coy here. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So if 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 that is the case, um, I mean, great Glasgow, Glasgow, or Glasgow. Like they do what they do. They they'll. I still think they're capable of grinding out a win here based on just like the fact that they believe they can. Um, so is it, I, have you switched or are you staying? I think I've just talked myself into, Oh my God, this is difficult. So tree tree has picked Grangemouth. Tom has picked Grangemouth earlier on. Greg Sim picked Grangemouth. And the message that went in the group chat was 
there's no way we can let Bez loan Wolf Glasgow. That's easy money. So as it stands, I I mean I'm taking I the hornets just, here. I didn't even name check you when I sent that message. I because the graphic you put in, I actually thought your picture was Tom, and I thought it was Tom's picture you hadn't put in yet. And I was like, we can't let Tom uh, okay. <laughs> loan Wolf because I knew fine he would take one look at that and loan Wolf it. No, no, this yeah, is, you, this is me. Done exactly that. This is me lone wolfing, so I can I can remove the wolf from the graphic, but I do need you to pick now, or forever hold your peace. Uh, I'm gonna regret this, but I'm gonna stick with the Broncos. Oh, he's gonna stick with the Broncos. I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you be the lone wolf. You're gonna let me lone wolf the two-time on un- defending undefeated division winners. Yeah. Solid. Solid. Uh, my weekend's going to just smell of regret now. <laughs> just in case. <laughs> just in case. Cool. Perfect. Well, that's it done. Um, that's that's the game day. There's only there's only seven games. Yeah. Are you are you wanting to have a quick gander across the border, or are we just going to leave them to it? Yeah. Why not? Is there any? I haven't actually. Uh, I haven't actually taken a look for a while. Um, so let's go. Obviously, all of our game picks, if teams forfeit, they're all void. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't count. Yes. If they count. don't make their uh, refereeing requirements. If they don't make their refereeing requirements, all games are void. We will, yeah, take, okay. the, we will take the game scoreline. Okay. Let's That's take, prior uh, to the forfeit. Uh, right. Highlands and Northern Premiership matches. Right. So what is going on down south? Um, what's the big games down south? We've got Crows, Hornets, Bandits, Titans, Blackhawks, Bandits, Scorpions, Crows, the Battle of Salford. Uh, um, the local, the local derby. The, the local derby, the real derby, the purest derby. Um, Salford and Titans. Well, because if you play for the Titans, you just you're you're really from Sheffield nowadays, aren't you? Basically, yeah. Salford Titans. Um, yeah, that's that, really. Not, not a huge amount going on. Um, I think I get... it's going to be interesting to see how Salford get on. I'd, yeah, Salford, Salford playing they, up. They've done brave. really well in Div 1 last year. They, they were away over at Dorado Bowl. Don't know if you noticed that. I did notice that in their, uh, in their very fetching new, uh, new very gear. Summary. Very, very summary. Very summary. Um, and Newcastle obviously returning to the fold in the Prem. Yeah, not hosting a cross conference day. What's that about? <laughs> it's all right. I'm not. I'm not. We're not. We're not doing that. We're not doing it. We're not doing it. We are a little bit better about I'm that. I'm better about it. But um, uh, so, how do you feel like the Crows are going to do this year? Oh, they'll be fine. Yeah, they'll be fine. They'll be absolutely fine. They'll be back in the finals. No bother. The two Manchester teams are going to be the top two teams in that division, and the two times they play each other is going to be amazing. So, which two Manchester teams? Sorry, uh, Manchester and the Sheffield Titans. <laughs> Salford, Salford. Oh, I a. thought you might. I thought you meant Salford. Salford A okay. and the Manchester Titan and the Sheffield <laughs> Titans. Sorry, are going to be the two. The two, there's going to be that that derby match is the one to watch um, for supremacy because I don't think the Crows, Crows haven't got them for a while. Um. For so, the Sheffield team in the league, yeah, Sheffield two point Ooh, I can yeah. see that 
it Sheffield happens West. in week four. And I can see it happens in week two as well. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So Last we... game of week two. Last game of week two. Cool. Yeah. So that's the one. That's the one. To, uh, they're the ones to keep an eye on. I think the, the two Manchester teams are clearly ahead of the rest of the teams in that in that division. Um, so we're, we're not reading too much into their their preseason struggles. Nah, nah. Just a question. They that nah, they entered they entered a team they entered a team in in plate with the almost the best reference known to man, and they won that plate. <laughs> um, and then yeah, they've had a, you know they've had preseason games, but preseason games are always you don't know what people are you don't know what people are up to. So um, I yeah I have no problem saying that they're going to be the top two teams, and those and the game that they play against each other will be uh, will be good, will be exciting. Um, it's it's taking two teams to ref them as well. The the, the Blackhawks and the Scorpions are both. Um, being drafted in to make sure that there's enough personnel to keep tensions at a minimum. Good. Good. Whoa, breaking news. Breaking news. The Dunfermline Kings are now referee official compliant. Oh, wow. <laughs> As of 23-20. As of 23-20. They've, they've done it. They've done it. Compliant. 24 hours to spare. They're, yeah, they've got... 20, 24, hour, 24 hours and 39 minutes. They are they are clear. So that list leaves Cardiff, Clyde, Glasgow, North Ants, and Reading. So we should really just be live streaming this for the next 24 hours. Just like just like <laughs> we, could, we could we could do a deadline day. Deadline. Oh, honestly, <laughs> if it gets to if it gets to like 10 o'clock tomorrow. <laughs> I we might have to do something phone. about it. We might have to do something about it. I yeah. got to sit by my phone and just be like, "Oh my goodness!" Start spamming whichever team has not done it. <laughs> as a community, like... as a community, generally speaking, we give Baffa so much shit about not being able to organize the piss up in the brewery, right? But if we cannot organize ourselves to get three players on a team through a Better through a basic do you know the rules of the sport test we lose so we, as a community we lose all credibility here i was i was literally just about to say to you do we have to take notes of the teams that are struggling at this point and then be like guys any of those any of the people from those clubs have any comments about baffa this season we have to be like please refer back to uh, like you can't the four, the 14th of of April, please. You can't, you can't for you can't, <laughs> you can't forfeit games from not doing the courses. You can't, you can't happen. So how like, many teams? Do you say there's six teams still? Cardiff, Clyde, standing? Cardiff, Clyde, Glasgow, Northants, Titans. You need all three, and the <laughs> Reading Devils as of twenty three twenty two. And you know what? I'll give it a quick refresh just in case anyone's finished in the last couple of minutes. Um. One, two, three. Nope. Um. So, so yeah, those five teams. Five teams. Oh, this could be. It's the fact that the Titans have got, still got all three. Yeah. So, Cardiff need a level two. Clyde need a one and a two. Hornets need two level ones. Reading need a level two. And North Island need all three. 
guys, come on. You not know like this. Not I'm, like I'm, this. I'm, Don't I'm, lose I'm games. Gonna like message, this. I'm going to message one of the guys I know at the Titans. <laughs> just let's get the ball rolling. Oh, come on. <laughs> Please. It's not like this. We can't. Because I know. It's, I know it's terrible. I know because I know it'll be like, ah. Oh, fucking Baffer. No, 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 no. Like, like, it's not that hard. The wording is a bit weird. And to be honest, at any time you could be on a level two exam, you could be ambushed by what is your name, right? But if you can get past that, it's fine. It's not that hard. Just please, like, do not. Now, is that the Premier team or is that the... Titans. Titans is Premier team. It's definitely not the Div 1. Oh, no, no they the would Phantoms. have had to have been... That's the Phantoms. Yeah, they would have had to have uh, been compliant for before now anyway. So, um, yeah, a slightly a slightly somber note, but we'll end we'll end the show unless Greg has a joke. <laughs> Do I have a joke? Uh, oh, I don't. I did have one lined up, thinking, you know what, I'm going to keep that. I should have written it down. Apologies, I don't have a joke for you, and I don't have a joke book to hand, like tree wood. Yeah, it's not good. It's not good. Oh well, I've got. I mean, I've got a joke about referees. It's not about flag referees, but I do have a joke about referees. So, Go for it. Did I uh, ever tell you I was working for Dracula part time? Uh, no, no, you never did tell me that. Uh, we were uh, we were having a boxing match for charity. And he hit me in the head and I woke up lying on the floor. Apparently I was out for the count. <laughs> there we go. That you know what? Last week's one was one of your best. That's, that, that was one of my worst. One that was one of my worst. worst. Like I've I'm on I'm on a website with like I literally just searched referee jokes and they're all <laughs> they're all terrible I mean you could have went for just like a, a zebra joke that would have worked yeah don't know maybe, any zebra jokes but maybe that would have been better there's a couple here that I'm definitely not repeating um, but um, there's a lot here that I'm not I'd imagine there is yeah it's bad oh well on that terrible joke go to your ref course that is the way we hate you and see it. It's goodbye from Greg. Goodbye. And it is goodbye from me. Good night. Remember that you can be sure to never miss an episode of The Way We HNC It by subscribing on whatever platform you listen on and ensuring that you leave us a couple of stars as a review. Um, to be honest we're not entirely sure what that does but if you enjoy the show give us some decent stars and tell your friends and if you don't enjoy the show then feel completely free to tell nobody about it you tried you didn't like it but hey at least you tried and at least we got here and to be honest you must have liked it a little bit because here at the end of the show you're still listening speak soon everyone have a great week